In this week's episode, we finally have the announcement of news and dates for the D23 Expo 2019. Hear all our early thoughts about pricing, content, and scheduling. Now the countdown begins. Star Wars night tickets have come and gone, so hopefully you didn't snooze on those. Speaking of snoozing, though, we found out the closing date for those downtown Disney businesses that will be affected by the new hotel construction, so you better get your sandwich on. Also, Captain Marvel cast, Batu connections, hashtag fat time in the parks, and more on this graphic episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh. The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. Never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? made you look hey what's up peoples hey anthony guess what tim's back yes tim what? is back no he's way back he's again back. he's hey. not back he still hasn't texted me back he uh, <laughs> Dan, he still hasn't texted me back tim is not here he's not here no oh well bye bye so i was wondering um if um you uh watched the oscars yet i did oh okay yeah so and, you know and who I, and I watched Roseanne last night. And you know who won Best Picture then? I do. Okay. And it wasn't a trick this time. Mm, a trick? No, but they did give last uh, year it was. A oh, trick. that one, yeah, that one. Oh yeah, they, they gave him a second chance. That was funny. The, that well, was the, the best the part. Presenter uh, Warren Beatty. Yeah, yeah. Warren Beatty. they did. Yeah. yeah, that was probably the best part. Oh, I'm gonna start eating my sandwich. Uh oh. Before I pass out of. Uh, I don't know why I thought you had eaten it already. Well, I have to, you know, take my shot and then I have to wait a little bit. Oh. All right, so hey, real quick, yeah, let's talk about Roseanne. I saw it. Uh, we didn't record on the Tuesday because Tim needed to stay home and watch Roseanne. No, I, no, no. I Diggs watched, needed to stay home and no. watch Roseanne. Okay, first of all, it comes on at 5 o'clock for me, so by 6 o'clock I was ready to leave. Oh. Oh, exactly. There you go. Well. Well, then, yes. So I saw it at 5 o'clock. Uh, As opposed we, to all those times way back a couple years ago when uh, he used to show up earlier to my house, but then Muppets came on, yes, and Muppets started delaying his leaving his house, and then we lost. And it just the kept getting later and later and later for some reason. Even after the Muppets was because Shadow was kind of you know lagging yeah. it all the time. Anyway, so Roseanne, what do you think of it? Uh, I thought that the very the first half of the first episode was a little rusty, but that about fifteen minutes because it was a it's a double episode last night. Right. I thought that uh, this is kind of Disney since it's on ABC well, it is actually, Disney. right? Yeah. Um, I thought that after the first half of the of the first episode that they like found their characters again a little bit and that once it got to the second one they were like on. You know, there's going to be some rustiness to it. They haven't done it in 20 something years, right? I was thinking the same thing like Roseanne was kind of like 
when she was acting and saying her lines, she was like smiling too much. She's, they're stoked to be there, I yeah, think, right? There's a lot of smiling going on. When, you know, I'm sure when the show ended, they were like, ah, fuck this, I don't want to do it no more. But, you know, now after not doing it for so long, I mean, that's their family. Ten years together these people had, right? That's literally, yeah. you know, and the amount of time that they spend together is more than most actual families spend together. So, you know, they're going to miss these people after a certain amount of time. And I was telling Anthony earlier, that's how the, the thing started, is that John Goodman came on The View and uh, what's her name that plays Darlene? Sarah. Sarah. Uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank here. Nonetheless, Sarah was on The Gilbert. View. Sarah Gilbert's on The View. John Goodman came on. They did a little skit where they pretended they were like Roseanne or, you know, their characters from Roseanne. And then she said, oh, what if we did a reunion kind of jokingly? And <laughs> she thought he would be the one to say no since he's the most busy out of everybody. But in reality, he said, oh, let's do it. Let's get everybody together. And they started working on it. Now, I'm pretty sure that. Um, Anthony didn't watch it. No, he I did read, not. He just read an article. I uh, well, I mean, I never watched Roseanne before, so it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I know enough about Roseanne though to know that I don't agree with their cop out of with Dan. Oh, okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm on board with that. They took one thing where they said, "Oh, all of this meant one thing," but now they've flipped it around and said, "No, it didn't mean that at all." So, I mean, to me, it's like you know, I mean, people. We got whole we got whole waves of fans in the Star Wars universe fandom that hate it when they do that sort of thing and will blow up Twitter about how much they hate that sort of thing. But I mean, it says something that there's not a lot of people complaining about it. I just think it's a cop out. Well, I agree with that, but you have to. They probably could have explained better why he's there than just to say that instead of her writing about Dan being alive that she was writing about Dan being dead instead of it being that they could have came up with something else because it just seems like they, a reverse cop maybe, out. maybe they just wanted to skip over it like the whole last season never happened I it was think, just a story I, I think so too and I think it was funny how they uh, incorporated that into the episode it was really, really he says funny. I ever, why does everyone think I'm dead <laughs> yeah I think that's he's wearing cool. his, uh, his uh, mask for breathing. breathing at night yeah so I thought it was pretty cool, but um, the reason I I, I uh, said I know that he didn't watch it because uh, the main focus of the first episode and and uh, Roseanne and Jackie haven't talked in a year, yeah, and all that because and, of the election, because of the election. That's not why I didn't see it. I no 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 no. But no, no, I, not, no. I read about that later though. No, I'm saying I know you didn't see it because you haven't commented on that. Part. Oh no, I read about that yesterday though. Yeah, so. I thought it was, I mean, I saw when Roseanne and John went on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, which was really cool. It was funny. And she basically explained that, you know, the the sitcom is going to be based on what's going on and, you know, during this time and, and how families are divided because of well, that's, the... That's a real thing now. Yeah. Families literally don't speak to each other because one voted for Trump and the other one voted for Hillary. And, um... I mean, or in Jackie's case, Jill Stein. <laughs> you know what? That's actually totally in character for her. Right, right, right. Well, apparently, according to the show, spoiler alert, Jackie basically said that Roseanne, with all of her fake news and whatever, basically froze Jackie in the voting booth where she didn't vote for Hillary and she froze and just, ah, just nine. Like, you know, she couldn't figure it out. I have to say, though, I don't, I read an article and I agree with the article that said that uh, it's not really within character for anybody in that in the Connor household to be a Trump supporter though because I mean if you look back at all the themes of the original show they're all completely counter to everything you know 
just and this is the only bit of political that we'll say about it. Just obviously, you have to say the political part right, of it. Right, right, right. None of what the original show stood for, or everything the original stood, show stood for, is opposite of what Trump stands for. It is, but and it totally it to me is to though, me is totally yeah. out of character for Roseanne to be. Uh, they're, they're, they need to explain why she feels that way. Well, no, they did. She's not a Trump supporter now, per se. She's just supporting what she voted for. She's not... But why does she vote for Trump, though? Because the he promises. promised a bunch of stuff. All and the she promises he could that make he change. did. She was like, I just oh, got so as opposed board. to all of these. If you watch the show, the Connors are Well, the Connors of the 1990s minded, right, or are everything... The, yeah. the Connors of the 1990s are everything that Trump... Does not stand for right, and everything that Republicans—they're the one the percent. They're the same people. They're yeah, but they're not. But I'm saying they're the same people in this show, right? They I really, know that's right, what I mean. Wouldn't you say? I mean, what the Darlene yeah. one of Darlene's son, the younger one, or she has a daughter and a son. The daughter is the curly-haired girl from Shameless, and Darlene, the the uh, the real Darlene would would disown her mom for being a Trump supporter. The Darlene from the the '90s, right? Was so was so not like feminist and everything that she would disown her mom for for being a trump supporter but they the son is like they don't they're not referring to him as gender non-binary or uh or um what's the other uh uh, transgender or or anything he just he just likes to wear girl clothes because they're fancier is how they put it kind of right yeah he likes to wear skirts and boots and you know whatever and Dan thinks he's going to get beat up at school and gives him a knife, you know, stuff like that. And he did. He started having some problems at school and, you know, they're working through it. But they're all basically uh, um, they're all basically supportive of it, but not at first. Right. You know? Now, this is what I don't like about this is the fact that Dan gave him the knife. He uh, took it out in school because this guy was picking on him. This kid was picking on him. So he said the kid said I was going to give him the knife. You just like, oh, here, do you want this type of thing, you know, to try to be friends with him? And, of course, he got in trouble. Darlene was called to the principal's office, and everything's fine. Now, we know nowadays if you bring a knife to school, you're expelled. You're right. done. Yeah. So I didn't agree with that at well, all. Maybe in a small town where they know the principal and all their kids had gone there, maybe they're giving them a little Dude, slide, you know? When I was in second grade, and we're talking about early 80s, <laughs> I was suspended for having nail clippers. In second grade! Suspended for nail clippers? I was suspended because the nail clippers had the fold-out nail file. In eighth grade, I got suspended for having those little poppers, ones you throw, and they pop. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody got suspended for those. But I wasn't even... (laughs) Well, at the time, they were just in my backpack, and another kid took them out when they, like, shuffled us around the class to do some project. We've all used that line. Good job, though. No, some other kid took them out and was using them, and I was like, hey, those are mine, and then I got in trouble, and he didn't. It's like some other kid stole the burrito that I stole. You stole a burrito? <laughs> you must have been hungry. So anyway, yeah, that's what I didn't like about that because we all know that kid would have been expelled already. And they just it's said, TV, you know. I know, but if they're going to be all, you know, this Trump thing, you know, family divided on something that's real going on now, you know, that kid should have been expelled. That's all I got to say. So anyway, you know what? I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's nice to see them back. Yeah. Hopefully I can watch it next week too and. I'll be ready to leave by six o'clock. I'm sure it's only gonna be a half hour. Do you know how week. many episodes uh, the the season's supposed to be? No, not offhand. Hey, Anthony, guess what? Um, Tim's back. No, hey, no, 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 hey, no, 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 not that. No. Hey, Dan, he still hasn't answered my text. <laughs> no, 
Hey, they uh, announced a D23 date. Yeah. So the D23 Expo. Sorry, uh, Star Wars Celebration people. D23 got its announcement out first. I wasn't uh, expecting this announcement either. Kind of um Well, I mean, it, in a sense, yes, we have been. We've been waiting for an announcement about Star Wars Celebration yeah. and D23. We knew that D23 was supposed to be 2019. We also supposedly know the Celebration is supposed to be 2019. But... Yeah, so, I mean, we've been expecting it, but we weren't expecting it. Yeah, and uh, they moved it back to uh, August. Yeah, it's interesting, because uh, originally uh, D23s used to be second weekend of August. And then last year, inexplicably, they moved it to the week before Comic-Con, as almost like an FU to Comic-Con. <laughs> but then now they've moved it back a whole entire month to the end of August. Which is when it was, well, close to when it was two years ago. No. It was in August, or no. three years ago. no. It was in August. At one it, point. Yeah, if you would have heard what I said at the yeah. beginning of when I started speaking, right? I said Just confirming. Originally, it used to be the second weekend in August. Right. Now it's been moved to almost the last weekend. The, August. Well, or yeah, second almost to last. the fourth weekend. And I don't know how many weekends there are in August. But Could it's be the five. Weekend of the twenty fifth. This year's have, our next year's expo will be August twenty third through the twenty fifth. So we uh, and then the tickets will go on sale this August. I think that's what they said. But I don't think they gave a date. Or, oh yes, beginning August twenty third, uh, two thousand eighteen, the special pricing for the expo will go on sale. So of course, you know and that's only for D twenty three members, though. Yeah, I was getting to that, and then of course, you know, those are going to be, uh, you know, first con- or the the early bird special, right? Early bird pricing. Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at August of twenty nineteen right now. There is five weekends in August in twenty nineteen, and it is the fourth weekend okay now i'm just curious to see how much the prices are gonna be yeah how much are gonna jump up i mean what were they last year to start stupid. 165 bucks or something stupid they raised the prices uh substantially from 2015 to 2017 yeah last year prices were one day for the d23 member was 57 dollars, and uh three day was 164 but let's just go to the to the january january price which was each way the member was uh, seventy two dollars for one day. Three day was uh, two oh seven, and the non-member price was eighty one, and three day was two thirty eight. So that was like the last uh, price tier or whatever. When you if you didn't get the early bird, this is what your prices that you paid. So that's eighty one last year or the last time. Then um, probably close to ninety five maybe this this time around. We don't know. Plus the hundred bucks for the membership to D twenty three. That you, most people are going to spring for that too. I'm talking six seventy five dollars for the membership. So. The gold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Whatever I pay, I don't know what I'm in. I'm I pay seventy five bucks. So it's mm-hmm. like sixty something to renew. If you're buying for multiple people, the gold family is actually a better deal. That's what we have. I think is a hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. So if you guys uh, listen to our podcast and we talk about the D twenty three Expo, you should already know what to expect if you haven't been there. If you haven't listened to it, well, go back and listen to it. You can check out uh, all of our goings-on when we went to the last two uh, expos, which was really cool. And, uh, yeah, like I said, tickets will go on sale beginning August 23rd of this year. And it says special pricing on both one- and three-day tickets to the event, including an early bird discount, which will exclusively be available to D23 Gold members. D23 Gold and Charter members will also be entitled to a special benefits at the 2019 Expo. 
And D23 Gold members will also have an opportunity to purchase the social package, which provides a host of special benefits. And you know what? That Wasn't that like 1500 last time or something? I don't know. It's expensive. What? The uh, social, sorcerer? Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. So that's, yeah, I don't, I don't unless need Unless you're money bags, sorcerer is a waste of money. Right. Well, you can't get them anyway. The, they're, it's impossible to get a sorcerer's pass. Well, you, you have, have to money. be like one of the, you have to be like super lucky when you sign on because there's a very limited amount of them. Just like uh, one year I had the money and I was going to try and get the Jedi Knight package for Star Wars Celebration 2015. I had the money last year. And I had the money, but they sold out so fast that uh, there was no way. I saved up the money to buy the Sorcerer's Pass last year or two or whatever, two years ago, a year and a half ago. And they um, basically they, they said that here's the link when you're going to buy the tickets. Here's the time they're going to go on sale. And at that time, the link didn't work. And then I found out later that there was a special link from the previous one that was going around only to the people that already had the sorcerer's pass previously. So it's like the Oh, so they're pulling the, so it's the like crap they're pulling that some Comic-Con does. Yeah, they're pulling some crap where like, you know, only the people that already did it get it. And then what they do is they get they get the special merchandise, right? There's super limited amounts of them. You know, these they get dolls that are there's only 400 of and they got figures there's only 200 of and you know, Sum Sums there's only, you know, 500 of or whatever. And then all these people line up all night long to get I don't want to talk about the Dream Store. It doesn't, I mean, regardless of what store it is, people, you know, they line up all night. And then what they do is they give the sorcerers access every single day, plus early access on Thursday. And then some other access as well. It basically allows them to triple buy a lot of this stuff, quadruple well, buy a lot of this for. stuff. But they should have one opportunity to buy the item on like an RSP or something. And then, and then the general public should have the opportunity to buy the rest of them. They shouldn't be able to buy 10 of them and put them on early, early, you know, a lot of the, the eBay listings where people had were, you know, Oh, sorcerer, you know, guaranteed sorcerers pass, blah, blah, blah. I can, I can spend paying for it. You know how I can go on and on about Disneyland security. Yeah. I can go on and on about the problems of uh, some of cons. Same here con issues and con unfairness and stuff like that. So let's just as a postscript, I will depending, I will probably go to D twenty three, but I'm not gonna go to a lot of bigger cons anymore. It's I just don't want to do it. I'm too I'm tired of the crowds, tired of the lines, everything's a line. Going back to going to that Doctor Who convention was so refreshing because I stood in the line once. Right on. And that was only because of some extraneous circumstances. I otherwise there would have been no lines at all. So fair enough. And then, you know, one of my best experiences besides that was that Star Trek convention where I had all my own assigned seats. So I want to go to a Star Trek convention. Look it up. Sure. Hey, so speaking of things that are overpriced, <laughs> how about that date night or not date night? Uh, well, I guess it's date night. It's they're, they're trying to do date night. It's uh Disneyland after dark Star Wars night. Tickets went on sale for APs on the 27th on Tuesday. And to no surprise, as I called it last week, they sold out like right away that. Wow. Not right away. They went on sale at midnight and they probably sold out by noon, right? Or something like that. That's right away. I mean, for Disney. Well, yeah, compared to the last one. Now, I just want to break down real quick that the reason, you know, I've explained, I said that I figured, you know, Star Wars fans that don't under, remember I said last week on the podcast, I said, do not underestimate the power of Star Wars fans. And clearly you do not. 
Uh, good luck to everybody who, by this time, on the this by the time this podcast comes out uh, on the thirtieth, that uh, regular general admission tickets will have already gone on sale. And well, who knows? They might be sold out by the time you hear this podcast. If they are, well, we told you so. And I'm just gonna say that it's no surprise to me that the last one didn't sell out because there was such a big deal made out about the fact that uh, it was basically just Dapper Day that you had to pay for. Yeah, I mean. Although I like I said, I still maintain that this is just May the Fourth at Star at Disneyland that you have to pay for. But uh, you know, still Dapper Day is a much bigger thing, and they have their own following. And I think that you got a lot of people. I mean, even even Dapper Dan, yeah. who maintained for months that he wasn't going to go, then the day of he finally decides to go. Right. But I mean, you keep in mind the Disney fans. Have been- there's a lot of people like that that probably did not go because that why pay for something that they can go do for free? Well, not Dapper Day, but the Disney fans have been begging for a version of the Star Wars weekends. Right. Um, and this is kind of the closest thing. Well, we've season ever of the had. forest was the, that was the closest thing that we had to Star Wars weekends. This is the next closest thing. It still comes nowhere near Star Wars Weekends because you don't have all the all the, the talent and people signing autographs and the meet and greets and all that kind of stuff that you had with Star Wars Weekends. But they keep trying, they keep failing. They're never going to get what the what Star Wars Weekends is, but they could keep trying to replace uh, AP parties with this with this uh, Disney paid After Dark. Yeah, yeah, paid events. So the tickets actually sold out right before three o'clock. Okay, so it made it just over twelve hours. Yes, and uh, I did get a ticket. I was there at the park, actually, on that day. You bought them in person? No, I bought them on my phone. Oh. While you were at the park? While I was sitting down on my bench <laughs> waiting for a churro. Ooh, did you get a churro? No, I didn't get a churro. So, anyway, yeah, I was sitting there at the bench, and like it was you know, after midnight, and like, oh, and I went online and checked it, and they were already on sale. Like, oh, cool, so I just go ahead and grabbed it. So, I'll, I will be there checking this out, seeing how it goes. But, yeah, uh Went pretty quick, and I was really surprised that it went that quick. Where are you going? To the Star Wars weekends? Yeah. No. no. I will hard pass. Okay, so you're the representative. You're going to be the representative there. At least we'll I have... mean, I'd like to, but I'm not going to spend that money. That's exactly. Not... That's yeah. the way I feel about it. So I will, I will spend money for special events at Disneyland when it's something special that you can't otherwise experience that's, like necessary i don't know i mean we went for the we paid for the event for the final tower goodbye that was 99 dollars too right 100 bucks yeah see i would have done that the one that i really was annoying was the uh the guardians opening party one but that one was 150 right that one i would have paid 99 dollars for and then we seriously because you got a hat geez come on we seriously considered going to the uh main street electrical parade kickoff event uh, and I then, believe that one was also one fifty, right? Uh, I think it was also one hundred bucks or one hundred twenty nine, something like that. And then we may or may not have snuck into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> okay, well, good. At least uh, last time we had uh, Giselle, right? Right. And this time, at least we will have you. And um, you know who else is going to be there? Bubba, Bubba. Oh, right on. Bubba's cool. That'd be nice to see Bubba. Yeah, get to see Bubba hang or not me, but you get, <laughs> you get to hang out with Bubba. Yeah, Bubba sent a. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Bubba's always in a rush when I see him. He's like, yes. he's like, yes. needs to go do something. He's yeah. meeting with someone. That's why he's right. always meeting with someone. Right. Remember that time he came rushing at me? <laughs> yeah, we were on Main Street. It was all crowded, and all of a sudden I saw the crowd part, <laughs> and Bubba's running at me, and he gives me a big old hug. <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be cool to see Bubba there. 
And uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited. Uh, if anybody else got their tickets and is going, make sure you email us and let us know. Mousepire at gmail.com. We will also be expecting emails from everybody reporting on their experience at Star Wars Night. Well, yeah, they got a report, right? And, is, and was it worth $99? All right, so also announced was the all the stuff that are closing at uh, Downtown Disney for the you know construction for the new hotel. Yes, we've been waiting for this. So we finally got an official announcement that Everything there that's going to be closing will close by June 30th. Yeah, which is a little sooner than I would have expected. I would have thought that they would have given at least just uh, similar to Bugs Land or something like that, at least through August or the end of summer. Of course, comes to no surprise, what's closing will be AMC, Rainforest, ESPN Zone, Our Love, Earl of Sandwich, because we love that place. No! I didn't have the sound clip. Oh, queued up, so I just did it myself. Don't worry, you don't know this, but you just been uh, in reverb, so it'd be <laughs> sounding pretty cool. And um, the Alamo Rent a Car, which I'm really, really, you know, sad no. about that one. What Alamo Rent a Car? Where's that? That's over there by uh, the AMC on the side. Is there's it? an Alamo there. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and then uh, there's also, of course, we talked about Starbucks, the brand new one that just opened over there. So what's the story there? Staying open? No, that's no, closing. closing. Wow. Well, the story was that it hasn't been there that long, right. and it was built specifically for the lazy people at the hotel. And we have the Disney Vacation Club and the Walt Disney Travel, but of course, you know, they'll pop them up somewhere. Oh, yeah. They just all, they always pop up in empty storefronts. Yeah. That's what they did right there where, uh, remember, they were where Starbucks was for a little bit. Yeah. Because they took over when that memorabilia place used to be there. Yeah. That memorabilia place closed. Wait, no, the memory, yeah, the memory real place yeah. used to be in there, and then when they cleared out, the Disney Vacation Club moved in for a little while, Yeah, and then they, now Starbucks, and then they cleared them out, and they moved them over to the side. You know, that this is just an example, a further example of how much their plans, Disney's plans, have changed, because things that they've just built are being demolished. You know, the, the Starbucks is one example uh, I was on the roof of the parking structure. I know I wasn't here last week, but I was on the roof of the parking structure last fr- on Friday, and the um, cast bathroom break room that they just built, like, I don't know, less than a year ago? Maybe oh, year the one ago, in the, yeah. The, the Pinocchio lot? Yeah. Demolished. Yeah, well, you had to figure. Uh, I thought maybe they would integrate the it. structure and integrate it somehow, but no, just flattening it out. I mean, it wouldn't have hurt to have had another bathroom at the end of the structure, so, I mean... Wouldn't have hurt for them to leave it up just for a place for the workers to go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> uh, by the way, I now know what dying eucalyptus trees smell like because they were just literally like with large construction equipment killing all the trees over there. You know the ones where the tram circled around them at the very end of the yeah the, tram, the very last part where the handicap van picked up. Yeah, they were just like <sighs> to the trees. Now I noticed on this article it, spec- it specifies that even though it says all it will be expected to close by june 30th it does say that some may close earlier right i'm guessing that pretty much would apply to like the alamo rent a car the vacation club the travel stuff that's easier to clear out well the the i mean the theater they're probably there's oh, only the theater you gotta you gotta figure they're keeping the theater up till last day because first of all they say that they're gonna close june 30th i mean that's right in the middle of movies right and i mean I think it's weird that they're closing the theater before July because it's gonna miss. They're gonna miss out on any movies coming out in July. Disney doesn't care. Well, AMC does. You know, 
when did, here's the question, when did the, when did Downtown Disney open? 2001. I think it was about a year before, wasn't it? Wasn't it in 2000? He's going to find out. No, because it says right here in the article. Yeah. Downtown Disney opened about six months or so. 2001. Yeah. Was it? Because I know DCA opened in February 8th, 2001. I thought that Downtown Disney was open about six months before that. Apparently not. You'd have to you'd have to imagine that I, I really think it was July of two thousand. Let me find out. Several businesses that have been anchored Anaheim Downtown Disney since it opened in two thousand one. I'm not be, saying the article. I'm just saying the article might be wrong. It's in Wikipedia. What was the opening oh, date yeah, of Downtown Disney? Oh yeah, because Wikipedia is always right. Downtown Disney opened in two thousand one. Mm, it was January twelfth. Wow. So a month before. Those articles are always wrong. Sometimes OC uh, Register is usually pretty good. I was thinking that it had to do with the dates of the announcement of, uh, you know, their their lease. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, their lease is originally was a 15 year lease for these places, and then when that expired in 2015 with like the House of Blues, that's when they were, that's when they left. Uh, they have been doing like year extensions for a lot of them. These quotes in this OC Register article make it sound like that they may not even bring AMC back that they're actually glad to see it go. What, are they in bed with MoviePass? No, they say that it makes sense for the AMC 12 theaters to close as the emphasis shifts from attracting local users to out-of-towners who spend money in hotels and on food. Movie theater in general is not just not on anyone's priority of things to do at Disneyland. It's smart for them to get rid of it. I mean, I guess they could, for the real estate, for the amount of real estate it takes, they could probably make more money otherwise. All right, that's the point, is that they don't want all those people wasting time in a movie theater when they could be spending money, right. in the same, more money in the same amount of time they're watching a movie. Right. I mean, I guess it would make sense for maybe them to have like a fourplex or something of just Disney stuff that they, you know, where they have like an IMAX and maybe three other screens that they do special screenings and AP stuff. And, you know, when, when premieres happen, they can do them on property. You know, that would make sense. But... It says 200 employees at Disney-owned ESPN Zone will be offered bonuses starting at $500 if they remain on the job until June closing date and will also be offered severance packages and a chance to seek other jobs at the resort. That's good. That's what they say. Right. Well, I mean, it's good that at least they do that. Right. What's funny is they just just uh, hired this whole staff for Splitsville. They could have timed it better to have them move over. Then Earl of Sandwich said... Plans to operate until the June 30th deadline, and its 69 employees will have the chance to be considered for jobs at Buca de Beppo, which is apparently uh, Earl of Sandwich is also owned by Planet Hollywood International. Hmm. So where's Buca? Down the street? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. No, they're talking about the one at CityWalk. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Makes complete sense. Uh, they're having two job fairs, including a Disneyland Resort culinary job fair on April 16th at the Grand Californian in a resort area job fair on May 3rd at the Disneyland Pacific Hotel. They are open to the public. All right, so you guys have until, uh, you know, June 30th when that, everything's supposed to close, but we're not sure, like they said, which ones are going to be closing first. Anthony just said that the Earl of Sandwich is scheduled yeah, to it, go till the 30th. And then... Imagine and then, the lines on the last day. Right, at least Earl of Sandwich. And it sounds like ESPN Zone, since they say they're giving people bonuses to stay through June, sounds like they're probably planning on staying until the end. And I would guess at least... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the two other two restaurants. I mean, as far as uh, they said, they have no information. They had at the on the article they were, they had no information from 
uh, Rainforest Cafe people about what their plans were. So, yeah, just to let you guys know we were um, going off the OC Register article. So if you guys all you have to do is look them up and you can check out this article. But yeah, that's what's going on, and we finally have a date of when all this is going to be going into effect. And then uh, once everything closes, then they said uh, June or early July is when they're going to start clearing all this stuff out, and still so they can make their new seventeen-acre resort. Is that what it said? Yeah. Because then it said down below that they had no date for start for construction. Uh, Disney official announced that the businesses will close by July thirtieth with demolition slated to begin in early July to clear the site for the new and as yet unnamed hotel. So yeah, you guys have better just, you know, just head over there now. Don't wait till June 30th for all this stuff to close. If you guys want to go one last round in the ESPN zone and uh, all that stuff, we will definitely be over there uh, sometime soon to go eat some more Earl's sandwich before that closes. I do expect at least Earl's sandwich to be in the hotel. I mean, it, I hope so. It's so popular. I don't see why they wouldn't, you know, put a spot in there for them. See, I get confused because right here, the one you read, it says with demolition stated stated begin early July, but then down at the bottom it says where it says although the business are expected to close, somebody close earlier. No date for the start of demolition has been set. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, oh, you know what happened? There was two people writing the article, so the one in the bot, the one at the end didn't know. The one what on the, the bottom. Yeah, they they didn't know what the first one said. Anyway, yeah, you guys uh, hurry up and get over there and um, don't try to um, start any petitions or anything like that because uh, Disney doesn't care. And there's still a lot of petitions going around for the flag retreat and poor Ernie this and poor Ernie that. But whatever, you know, it happens. That's the way it goes. And you guys still need to deal with those. Deal with that. You know, get over it. I'm getting tired of these people still bitch. <laughs> Bitching, complaining about poor Ernie. <laughs> well, poor Ernie should have done it the way they wanted him to do it, and then everything would have been fine. Uh-oh. All right, anyway, that was last week. You need to listen to that. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. All right, it's time for Fat Time. Fat Time in the Parks? No way, I'm getting skinny. <laughs> I'm trying to get skinny. Well, you know what? I wouldn't say so skinny. Kevin Smith. Yeah, we'll talk about Kevin in a little bit. But you know what? I uh, we went, I went to the parks on uh, Monday. First time I've ever been on a Monday for a long time. It's been wow. a while since I've been there on a Monday. Mondays suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for people who got to go to work. So I had to go to work, went to the parks to go check out what was going on. And uh, I had my fat time. I uh, had a, I had a corn dog for lunch, Ooh. which was really, really good. Did you have any more of the food and wine stuff? That's what I'm going to talk about right now. Yeah, I got some stuff on the food and wine, too. All right, so real quick, I had... The bourbon chocolate whoopie pie. And I that, know this was on your list. Yes, it was on my list. How and much that, of it did you eat? Over there, <laughs> real quick, it's uh, at the um, I Heart Artichokes. And Does that make sense? Yeah. And it, it doesn't. Only, and it's four fifty. <laughs> so if you guys wanted to check that out. So no don't prices. use your sip and saver card. Don't use your sip and saver card for that. Actually, I don't. Not to not to interrupt, but I've heard that they are completely sold out of the sip and savers. They, I, I heard that too, but Monday they were there because I saw people with brand new ones. Okay. So I don't think someone's going to buy in a week before and then not use it that day, at least use one. So I this saw This was Tuesday that I heard that they'd sold out. So yesterday. I heard on Sunday that they were sold out. Hmm. So Monday, I guess I saw people with brand new ones. So it may have been like a daily thing. There's no yeah. daily allotment so they Maybe. don't get too many or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I tried the whippy pie. My blood sugar was actually low. Okay. I so you needed it. I actually did need it. Yeah. I was going to go do That's my... some rationalization right there. <laughs> exactly, because I was going to go and, uh, you know, do my blood, 
test my sugar, do my insulin, and then go get a hot dog. I said, you know, I couldn't think of what to eat. So I'm going to just go get a hot dog and I get the pie. So I got the whoopie pie on the way because I was over there by um, the wharf. So I did. I was. I went to go check my blood sugar, and it was really low. It was like fifty something. So that I'm is like, very low. I'm like, okay, I can't do my shot. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go and eat first or something like that. So I said, you know what? I'm right here by the wharf. My blood sugar is low. I'm going to go Garadillis and get a candy. <laughs> so I went over there, grabbed a free candy. Exactly, grabbed a candy, had that. Actually, I said, you know what? I need two. <laughs> so it was a good excuse to eat that, and then I went to go buy the pie. And then we went over to Award Wieners, got a hot dog, and, you know, I ate my food, or I did my shot, ate my food, all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, the whoopie pie. I was really excited, you know, because we've been talking about it. I want to try it. So, I had the first bite, and I was like, oh, okay. I got the little taste of bourbon, okay? I don't know what they're using for the bourbon. Is it some kind of bourbon flavor or what it is? Because we know it's not alcohol. It's rubbing alcohol. Okay, it probably <laughs> is. But it did taste like you actually... Took a little shot of the whiskey. Hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay. That is interesting. And then I took a second bite, and you guys got to see this, because this is what I did. I look, You got to look at my face. Do not look in. All right, got my fork. I'm like this. <laughs> I was like, what the? Too much. It was way too much bourbon tasting. Whatever it is, it did taste like you actually drank a whole whiskey bottle. So did you return it? No. Oh. Because I was at Ward Wieners, and I was like, it, it was just... Oh, you didn't want to walk back. It was nasty. Okay, I... Wait, so you don't like it? I don't like it. Oh, okay. I would not imagine get it again. Diggs is it because of the liking, bourbon flavor? Yeah. Yes. No, I don't... I can't, it's, I can't imagine you turning away a whoopie pie of any kind. Well, let me just tell you this part. I ate the cake, okay? Oh. <laughs> the frosting stuff, I, I the filling, I just scraped off. But I just didn't understand, like, if you're a whiskey drinker... Then you're probably gonna like this. You're gonna be like, you know, it's not gonna taste like anything to you. It's gonna be, oh, okay, because Jose was with me and he had a bite and he's all, oh, it's not that bad. I said, take another bite. Yeah, the second one sometimes kicks you. And he goes, oh, well, he goes because he was like, oh, the center is what you ate, and you like, uh, let me try that. And he was like, oh God, this is a lot. Yeah. So I mean, I know it's not real bourbon. I know it's not. You know, I'm not gonna get drunk off this, but it was. That bourbon the taste. Flavors, yeah. It was just. If you don't like alcohol. It's not. I don't know. I'm not a drinker, so like alcohol flavor is not really. It's nasty. Don't try it. I mean, I can. You know, I mean, I can handle it, but at the same time, I don't want it in. It. What What I would never do is I would never drink alcohol and eat food at the same time because I don't. Oh, I agree with that. Together. I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't. I, one time I, I was at like my a soda or a water I was with food at my best friend's wedding, and they had you know champagne, and then they had like rose on there, and I was hungry. So I was eating the roll, and then I was like, oh, and then drink the champagne, and I almost threw up because that was nasty. I was like, I'm never going to do that again. But, yeah, that bourbon whippy pie was gross. I would never eat it again. And like I said, I scraped off center filling and ate the cake. But, yeah, I was not impressed with that. And um, someone on there are on our page commented saying that's the best whippy pie ever. Well, no, it's not because that white chocolate whippy pie is still the best one they've ever had. That bourbon can go back to artichokes and I don't know. Maybe I would rather have an artichoke whoopie pie because uh, I would. Yeah, it was gross. It was nasty. And I was really, really disappointed. And I, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Uh, we, what did we try? We tried the, we tried the asparagus Caesar salad. I wanted to try, you know, look good, kind of healthy. 
makes your pee smell funny, you know, <laughs> asparagus, right? What else did we try? I tried the macaroni and cheese. Uh, that was pretty much the same as the previous mac and cheese with the crumble oh, on right. top. And then we tried uh, the fried, it was like fried artichoke something that was uh, was pretty good. It was really good. Like artichoke hearts fried with something like, it was just really, it was really good. And then we tried this uh, cornbread chili, I think it's called. You had me a cornbread. <laughs> Well, they were... He had me a chili. It was beef chili, but the, the beef chunks were like steak, giant steak chunks. Ooh, that's st- how I make my chili. I don't like it like that. What? No. That's man chili. I like chili that's uh, melt. It just melts in your mouth. Oh, mine does that too. Well, these, because these I use... beef chunks were hard and like I had to like, not hard, oh. but I had to like chew them for a long time. Oh, and no. I... Fatty and... No, I do my chili in this crock pot and... My meat's just falling apart when you get it. That's because um, Anthony, Anthony knows his meat. Exactly. You missed that episode, obviously. <laughs> no, I put uh, I put uh, ground uh, bison. Because you know how bison's... There's no fat in it. And, and it pretty much grounds up into like little like itty-bitty pieces, unlike regular ground beef, which definitely does not do that. And it gives uh, my chili nice texture. All right, so you had the fried artichoke carbonara. That's the kind of, and I'm I, carbonara is something I like anyway. Like at the Olive Garden, that carbonara sauce. I like how he called really it the good. Olive Garden. Well, it is the Olive Garden. Very uh, posh. Just like the people over there in um in the East call it the Walmart. <laughs> yeah, the Walmart. I'm trying. Th- I don't. I don't think we tried anything else. No, no desserts. Just the yeah, the chili. We got two of the chilies, one of the mac and cheese. We uh we split. And then we split the artichoke, and then I might have tried. We we have like three coupons left, so we had, we did five, or yeah, so we did five of them. We did one one mac and cheese, two chilies, an artichoke, and then we did something else. Oh, and then the asparagus. So yeah, those were the five that we tried. Well, I uh, want to go back and have uh, uh, strawberry pie. That was pretty good. Oh, the frushi. Oh no, where's where was the strawberry pie? It's at the it's at the the. Um... Uh, strawberry place. Hmm. I gotta try that then. What's it called? I want a strawberry tr- patch. When we go back, I want to try the frushi. That looked good. Oh yeah, everybody was talking about how much they were big on that. The frushi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. Try I'm it like, eh, go I'd rather go have real sushi to be honest. Well, we don't, I don't like sushi, but and then I also want to go and uh, have another uh, taste of that uh, orange float, the orange vanilla cream float over there at Kokodudumu. I want to try that again. Oh, not try it. It's the one to have it. <laughs> but that was pretty good. And maybe I want to try that uh, popcorn lemonade just to see what it tastes like. Maybe it tastes like butter lemonade. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see that. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, it can. I get like it. butter and I like lemonade, but I don't want no butter lemonade. <laughs> I don't. We'll see what I. Uh, we'll see if I can try that. That'll be pretty cool. We'll see. Food and wine. A lot of stuff going on over there. A lot of people still getting uh, over there and having their. I mean, uh, there are fat time in the park, so. But you know what? Lately, I, I've I've noticed too that the the lines haven't really been that long over there. At the food and wine, yeah, yeah. no, I, I I don't believe we really waited a bunch of lines. No, not, not like the last time. This the festival holidays one was way way worse. A lot of times, if you go there and there's a line, it's just a line to pay. Because right. then yeah, once you get your exactly. rec- you give them your receipt, there you know the food's already made. You just start serving it. Here you go. Here you go. Well, this is just an example of cast members taking forever because they're getting paid to be there. 
It's the same thing in the you know. So how how are you today? Tell me all about your vacation. You know, and there's like thirty people in line. You know, what was your favorite part? Can I make some magic? Let me get you a button, little boy. It's oh like gosh. they and they're oblivious to the fact that there's like a long line, right? I think there's times when they need to hurry up, and there's times when they need to take their time. When there's nobody behind them, they should take their time and make a magical situation. But you can't do that when there's a long line. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, we were there on Monday and we saw Kevin Smith there. <gasps> I saw your picture. The reason I went there on Monday was to do the egg hunt. And while I was hunting for eggs at Disneyland, that's when I saw Kevin Smith. We were over at uh, by the two town uh, train depot. Was Kevin hunting for eggs? No, he wasn't. Oh. But was he willing to help you with your egg hunt? No, I didn't <laughs> even mention my egg hunt. I was, there was an egg over there in that area. And, you know, I was actually putting my sticker on my map. And Jose says, oh, hold this, hold this, hold it. Tell me to hold this stuff real quick. And he was just like in such a hurry. And I just had a, I just figured, okay, there's something's going on. There's someone here or something. And I look up and then I see Kevin Smith walking. You see a hockey jersey. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. And um, so Jose goes up to him and says, oh, can I get a picture of him? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, and uh, so. Do you have a plaid? Yes. He did have a plan. Yes. Oh, surprise! And um, probably because it was only the it was the whole family. Probably Harley. I know comes to the park quite often with nobody, just her and her friends, okay. no plaids. So yeah. So uh, asked for a picture. He said, you know, sure, no problem. And then I said, oh yeah, don't forget me. <laughs> so I took a picture and uh, with him and um, Jose was actually had the silent bomb. Yeah, like how you guys forgot me for Jonathan Silverman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's funny. So uh, Jose actually had the uh, Silent Bob jacket. Have you seen that? No, his. No, they they're selling it. Oh, and he bought one, and he actually had it there. He had it, and he's like, "Hold on, hold on." He was all trying to put it on to show uh, Kevin. He's oh, that's oh. cool. And uh, he took a picture, and um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. And I just basically told uh, you know I told Kevin to make sure you know take care of yourself. And yeah, and then we were Jose. Did you I, tell him I almost died too. No, I didn't <laughs> die. but um, I was uh, Jose was spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. Jose was saying that you know I wonder if um, when celebrities go and they have a plaid, do they tell the plaid I don't want to be bothered? Yeah, you know, because uh, I go obviously he told this guy it's okay. People came up to me because the guy never said anything to us. Never said you know oh you know hold on or. From my understanding, they'll let the plaid know if they're cool with people taking pictures right. or not. The plaids can, they can only really do so much. I think if they request no pictures, sometimes they'll say, okay, well, you need to hire a second plaid. Uh, and then also, I've seen it where if they don't want, like when Mariah Carey was there, I saw, you know, she had her own security that was, you know, really in charge of keeping people away from her. The plaid was just there to kind of lead the pack. But, you know, I mean, how much can you really expect no, these plaids the, the, to keep people away from you? The thing that else? Jose was saying is when we were there and Kevin Costner was there and Jose tried to go up to him, the plaid was basically, oh, you know, telling him to back off type right. thing. So, I mean, and they can. It doesn't I mean, surprise me. Kevin's pretty cool. I mean, for the most part, he'll walk around cons and stuff. Every and con, just, he just takes pictures with I think the only reason, stuff. like I said, I think the only reason why he is because his wife was there and he was there as a family is probably the only reason why he had a plaid. Because otherwise, if his daughter's there, she has no plaid. If he's there by himself, probably no plaid. He just doesn't need it. He's, everyone loves him. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like Kevin Smith? Well, I I've seen the comments. Okay. <laughs> There's people that think he's a hack, but they're wrong. Wow. But anyway, yeah, those, probably, it, those people probably also don't like Last Jedi. So right. But it was pretty cool to see him. And uh, man, my poor cousin. I just want to. You finish your thing, and I'm gonna. <laughs> tell no, I'm just gonna say story. it was cool to see him, and you know, after him having this major, major heart attack, and you know, scaring everybody. You know, and it wasn't that long. It was less than a month ago, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, you can tell he's lost a lot of weight. Just but He had lost it before the heart right. attack. Yeah. But, I mean, he just looked different, though. He did look different to me. He yeah. Just, like, his face was just, like, really thin. I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. And he's only, what, three years older than me? Well, he's not that old. So, yeah, I was a lot of... Yeah, he's pretty close to our age. I would have yeah. asked him for 50 bucks. <laughs> so, so, my... not. Not to go sidetrack too much, but uh, my cousin, the last two times I've seen him, he was wearing the same shirt. It's a Pacific Rim shirt from Japan for the movie Pacific Rim. So the new Pacific Rim movie Uprising came out this last week. We went to go see it. It was pretty cool. Robots fighting monsters and other robots and such. And so I texted my my cousin, hey, did you go see this one yet, fanboy? And, you know, figuring he would have been the first in line. He's wearing the T-shirt, right? He goes, his his response was pretty much something like, uh, no, I don't go see movies in the theater anymore unless, uh, he says, after what The Last Jedi was supposed to be, I don't go see movies in the Jedi, in the theater anymore unless three people I know and trust recommend it, equaling $75 in value or something. What? Yeah, so my poor cousin apparently didn't like The Last Jedi and now won't, won't even go see his favorite movies in the theater. Well, speaking of movies, I went to go see Black Panther. Again? Or no, oh, wait, I saw it. You, you didn't see it. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's I've, awesome, right? I've seen it now. It's really cool. It's yeah. really good. I liked it a lot. It's pretty cool. Super well done. Um, I was really disappointed in the theater I went to. The sound was not good at all. It wasn't great. Choose the, better, young one. <laughs> well, I went to an AMC, and I, I did uh, go to a digital, quote-unquote, digital show, and... The scenes were there's a lot of action and crashing, like in the city. Yeah, should have been like some real nice, you know, sound. I didn't get that. I was like, it was like watching it on a square TV, like you have at home, you know, with yeah. the old square TV. Like, where's the sound? So I was disappointed in that. But other than that, I I think the movie was great. It was really really good. Um, I I've heard a lot of people say that it's the it's Marvel's Wonder Woman. You know, the Wonder Woman obviously came out first. If if Black Panther had come out first, they probably would have said that Wonder Woman was DC's Black Panther. Right. But yeah, just on that same, you know, appeals to absolutely everyone, unless you're like a racist or something. Yeah, Wonder Woman and, uh, is fantastic. Have you seen Wonder Woman? No, I have it at home and just haven't seen oh, it. Oh, man. Literally, Wonder Woman was just so, so good. Unless you're like, don't like women, I guess is the it, only time you wouldn't want to. To be honest, it. I don't even know how it's part of the same universe as Justice, Justice League. League and Batman, Superman, and I disagree on the Batman, Superman, but where they Man went with Steel. Justice League just did made no sense. How do you, how do you do the culmination movie? Right, it's like uh, it's like Infinity War. It's supposed to be the the but culmination. It's not, though. They haven't even set up that much. They should have waited. I agree. They but, needed to do the Flash movie, and I agree. But nonetheless, it's still supposed to be the culmination of something, the third one or what, fourth one or whatever in the series. But it was, uh... And then they, they choose the literally weakest villain of all time. <laughs> I mean, they could have done Brainiac. They could have done, I mean, 
Well, it's not even that. Solomon Grundy would have made more sense than than whoever the hell they ended up having. I don't, I don't know. know. Have you seen is. how they're doing Solomon Grundy on Gotham? Oh my god. No, I don't. I gave up on Gotham. Well, you you remember uh, that guy that was Fish's right hand and then became Penguin's right hand? Somebody, somebody with a B. The guy that became the Penguin? No. No, the guy that was a right hand man of Fish and then became the right hand man of Penguin. He had his hand chopped off. So he said the right Okay, apparently you didn't even watch right the hand. show at all. I watched, well, I don't remember. It was, I got like three quarters of the way into a season and I was like, this sucks. Okay. Yeah. That's no excuse. Well. We'll get to excuses when we get to Dan's email. Okay. All right, so speaking of uh, Wonder Woman, did you hear Linda Carter getting a star? No, no I didn't. Good for her. Yeah, cool. she's going to be getting a star. I believe it's going to be on April 3rd at 11.30. So if you're over there in Hollywood and you want to go check this out, yeah. Linda Carter's getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Awesome. So, yeah, I enjoyed Black Panther. It's pretty cool. And um, I was really surprised at the very end scene, at the very, very last scene after the credits. It was really, really well. I'm drawing a blank now. Well, we're not spoiling. Did you even stay? I did. Yeah, of course. I'm... Did I you would stay? have stayed. I would have stayed even if I'd heard there wasn't one, cause just to make sure for myself. No, because there was like, you know, the credits go up. Right. And then there was the next scene. Right. And I just... I'm drawn and then the right scene, now. the credits go up again. And there's another one. At the very end, right. at the end of all the credits. Yeah, we stayed. I just can't remember which one it was. A lot of things have happened. I only have so much room in my brain, and like sometimes it fills up. And then sometimes. I start losing things that are unimportant, or things that I could just look up or learn again. So yeah, I enjoyed the movie. It's really cool. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, go, go check that out. And uh, of course, speaking of movies, there was uh, um, The Last Jedi came out yesterday yeah so i got that movie i got the i went to uh a target exclusive one got that one so i haven't watched it yet but i got it i gotta watch coco first i like acronyms but there's too many when there's too many acronyms it's good it's, it's it gets a little uh, nuts hey that could be an acronym maybe yeah maybe so speaking of acronyms igtn what? It gets too nuts. Yeah. Oh, sure. The uh, GTC conference is taking was taking place this week. Is that where you get those uh, things to build muscles and stuff? No, that's GMC. No, that's a truck. Although I'm. Oh, <laughs> wait, it's GNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I knew we'd you see acronyms, man. It's too many acronyms. Uh, no, the GTC conference wait no that i can't even say that because conference is in the word that would be uh the gt that'd be like saying chai tea <laughs> tt <laughs> which is tt so the gtc took place in san jose this week now what that has to do with anything you're asking well the gtc stands for gpu technology conference which as i said uh, acronyms within acronyms, that's a little bit too much. Now, GPU, for those of you who do not know, means graphics processing unit. If anybody who's built a computer, that's basically referring to graphics processors that go into computers. Now, what does that have to do with anything you ask? I know, Mickey Mouse getting a new computer. Is he really? Well, he he would have to in order for this all to work. You'd have to get it like a brand new MacBook, right? Probably. That's too expensive. Yeah. No, the uh, at the NVIDIA, who, for those of you that know, don't know, NVIDIA is, once again, a graphics company, one of the, probably the biggest one, would you say, in probably, the yeah. world? I don't know about the world, but definitely in the United States. 
they pretty much, if you have a computer, you probably have a graphics card by NVIDIA if you have an internal graphics card. So, anyways, they had a presentation. I believe the GTC is put on by NVIDIA. They had a huge presentation where they, I believe, were unveiling or something to do with their brand new NVIDIA Quadro P6000 GPUs, which is going to be a very high-end, state-of-the-art graphics processing unit, which I'm sure if you can afford it, will be able to make your computer be able to watch any kind of a number of high-definition or amazing games. Now, what does that have to do with anything you ask? Yes, I asked. I'm still getting there. Okay. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. We're getting, we're there. Oh, okay. Now, we are, we've, we all know about the Millennium Falcon ride. I was going to say, are they getting a new graphics to uh, help with the, the, I forget what you call it. <laughs> the thing from last week. Go oh, ahead, I got. I'm done. I got reverse it. power coupling, or they need a new reverse power coupling, so they needed a got any a new graphics card instead, I guess. No, <laughs> the cup uh, uh, coming at Galaxy's End. I mean, Galaxy's End, Galaxy's Edge coming to Disneyland, of course, next year. We know that one of the two rides will be a Millennium Falcon, quote unquote, simulator ride. Well, we haven't really heard much about the technology that's going to be involved in that. We've just seen a few pictures and stuff, and we know that there's going to be multiple kind of choose-your-own-adventure almost with it and all kinds of cool stuff. But of all places, out of this graphics conference and a announcement uh, with NVIDIA, we get the announcement that basically Walt Disney Imagineering teamed with NVIDIA and Epic Games... And their Unreal and also Unreal Engine, which for those that are big gamers probably know what the Unreal Engine is. It probably it's what, what runs a lot of your, uh, I think, uh, uh, Doom and going all the way back to Doom and stuff like that, I think. Your, a lot of your first-person shooter games. So anyways, Walt Disney Imagineering teamed with NVIDIA and Epic Games to develop new technology to drive the attraction. Now, what I also did not know is that Void. The people who did the Void ILM X Lab is also involved with the Millennium Falcon. So you got ILM X Lab, you got Walt Disney Imagineering, you got Nvidia, you got Epic Games, and the and you got the Unreal Engine. You put all that together, and that is going to be all of those technologies together. Basically, all you, all the best in Disney Imagineering, all your best in. Uh, virtual reality and all the best in graphics design graphics uh technology is going to be put together for probably is going to be one of the most state-of-the-art rides ever built dang that'd be cool and just to give you an idea well inside the magic posted about this earlier but they uh just basically posted what it said and didn't try to decipher any of the techno babble i'm going to try and decipher some of the techno babble for those that might not understand what this means, inside one computer, you have one graphics card, usually, which is probably not even as good as this one, the NVIDIA Quadro P6000. Now, each of the cockpits of the Millennium Falcon is going to be powered with a what's called a 
box chassis, which is a B-O-X-X. I kind of tried to look that up, and that's a bunch of techno speak that I'm not going to try and <laughs> decipher for you, but it has something to do with basically it's a self-contained kind of unit for we're doing computer stuff and something else, other stuff. That's not the important part, but the important part is is that's going to be packed with eight. Eight of the high-end Quadro PTEX 6000 CPUs, and they're all going to be connected by... Uh, SLI, which is pretty much the best way to connect uh, hard drives together and everything, and uh, components for a computer. And basically, it's going to be a seamless integration. Basically, you're going to be taking with the equivalent of eight high-end graphic computers cards from the the top-of-the-line computer, and that is going to be running the graphics, coupled with synchronize. That's going to synchronize with five projectors. Damn. Wow. For the creation of a dazzling, ultra-high-resolution, perfectly-timed display to fully immerse the writers in the world of Planet Batu. Then, with NVIDIA and Epic Games, the Imagineering, while Disney Imagineering team created a custom multi-graphics card implementation for Unreal, the Unreal Engine, as I mentioned earlier. And then that new code was returned to Epic Games... And will help influence how multi-graphic card functions for their engine in the future. So all of this, all of these coming together of these technologies will probably lead to other things down the road. This Millennium Falcon ride is probably just the tip of the iceberg for what all of these technologies put together will be able to accomplish in the future. Sweet. You're probably looking at a lot of uh, cases of where you're going to say goodbye to your a lot of your uh, standard motion and moving rides where you're going to be able to con- contain a, a really good ride within a small space. That's kind of technology you see going all the way back to Spider-Man at Islands of Adventure, Transformers. At, I was just going to say Spider-Man won't be the best one anymore. Well, I guess. no, well, Spider-Man hasn't been the best one since what is? Uh, well, Transformers. Transformers are here at Universal. That one's dope. Is the, off of the same technology as... Uh, well, they have Spider-Man. It they have it there, too. Well, yeah, but Spider-Man opened way back in whatever it was, 2099, whenever. No, it was before oh. that, because I went there in 2001. I was there... Yeah, I was there in 2003, and then I was there in 2007. So, anyways, you got the... the uh, basically, you got the uh, progression of a lot of uh, big-ticket uh, big ride, but uh, in a small space, because you can just turn corners, and you have the the projections are what's creating the new world for you. And you, people that have been on Transformers will tell you how incredibly immersive and it amazing is, yeah. it seems to be. Well, this is going to be probably blow that out of the water. It's going to make Transformers and, uh, well, it's going to make Spider-Man look super archaic and it's make Transformers look like something that was built in the 70s. Sounds cool. At least cool. it sounds I just, like. I just wish that there was a next step to theme park rides that didn't necessarily involve screens in 3D. It has to, though, be at some point. If you want to keep adding, it has to because space. True. Space. I will say that... You it's know, not just the Final Frontier. You haven't done, you haven't done Florida since uh, the Harry Potter stuff opened no, there. No, I have not. But the, the Diagon Alley... Um, what is the ride called? It's uh, to do with the bank. Right. It's the bank called Gringotts, yeah, uh, the Escape Gringotts. from Gringotts. Yeah, it's got the Gringotts. dragon on the roof. Basically, this ride is a roller coaster, but it's like six seats across by six deep. 
and essentially it's a roller coaster, but also like a slow moving vehicle. So it does both. Uh, and it and there's screens and 3D. Oh, everywhere. and I also yeah, I forgot about the Harry Potter rides because you got that, and then you got uh, Hogwarts Adventure, which is at Florida and here. Yeah, you got both of those, which also utilize screens. Well, like I said, this is taking that to a whole nother level. Uh, it says that they will the basically a lot of uh, going through some tech to speak, talking about developing renderer. Renderer is how the graphics appears on screen to look perfect. And then allowing the eight connected GPUs allows us to achieve performance. Unlike anything ever before opportunity for glitches. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I just hope they maintain it. You know, like when screaming first came out or not screaming, excuse me, Soren first came out, you know, you're in front of this giant screen and it was just so crisp but after a little bit of time had gone by, and even now, I mean, there's spots on the screen. Come on, now, now, and it's the 4K. Well, n- but the screen is not always clean, so there's spots well, on that's the screen the and the stuff, screen. Or, or they didn't clean the lens, and there's just like a, you know, like a. Well, that's like the a problem with the lens. Dark that's spot, the screen, or a, uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of. Well, things that's that, a, that's an issue that uh, Soren and Back to the Future slash The Simpsons both have. Right, is the fact that they're using a giant wall to project onto rather than they're projecting onto a like a concave or whatever wall rather than this, like say star tours is, which is right in inside you're not you're enclosed i think that the one in in the in soren is a stretched screen do you have an opinion on that digs can you it's a stretched out screen it's not on the actual wall i don't but no. I think the Simpsons Back to the Future Simpsons is a Simpsons has depth, though. Yeah. Simpsons uh, has, uh, it's kind of like this. Right. I like it's like a right cone. Too. It's like a cone to to give the, uh, the sense of depth because of it also not being 3D. I'm raising my hand here. Uh, you're a cone? Thank you. Just had to throw that in there. <laughs> a cozy cone. Ooh. Ooh, I like stuff in there. Uh, I'm excited to see where things go. But, you know, as they progress into this new technology for rides the number of people that are excited that can't ride anymore because it gets them sick or whatever is increases which is fine I mean, well just, that's the one reason why that's why they got rid of the 3d here at universal's harry potter which they don't have in florida which they didn't have in florida to begin with it just made people sick but it just they got hit the 3d but instead they also had the better projectors here i think they have 4k projectors here but i don't think they had the 4k projectors 4K projectors in Florida. I wish they'd get rid of the 3D on Star Tours. Uh, I love Star Tours, but I just really can't ride it any. I mean, unless I'm with family or little kids or something. I agree. Or a big group that all wants to do it. You know, I just I just opt out because it is uncomfortable. It gives me a headache, and the, th- the 3D is just uncomfortable. All right, so yeah, looking forward to that. And the big old long line that comes with it. Yeah. Is that the long line to get into... Galaxy's Edge itself, or is that the long line to get on the ride? Yes. Or is that the long line just to get by the bathrooms? That too. Hey, all right, so a couple days ago we got the... Now, I'm a little confused now. We got the official uh, announcement that production had begun on the Captain Marvel movie starring Brie Larson... Larson? Starring Brie... Brie... (laughs) Starring Brie Larson? Why do I say Brie Larson? I said it already, so... And uh, which I was confused about because we had 
Come, there had been pictures that had been released of her in the Captain Marvel suit already, the green. Yeah. That had, you know, went around already. So I don't know what they were doing before, but now uh, I guess it's official. But along with the official announcement, we got some interesting casting announcements that go along with it. And one particular, well, one, two or people, one person coming back from the dead, one person that was dead and then came back from the dead, but he's going to be in it. And then another person who wasn't dead, but he's was also in another movie. So I know it sounds confusing, but real fast, I'm just going to say that uh, it was announced that Clark Gregg is going to be in it. Hey, as we Philip like him. Coulson. Now, we know that uh, the Captain Marvel movie is going to be taking place in the 90s. We also knew that uh, Sam Jackson is going to be reprising his, his role of uh, Nick Fury in it. But since we did know it was going to be a prequel, we knew that anything was possible. And it's nice that Coulson is finally getting uh, brought back from his exile in TV and uh, under the uh, annoying thumb of Ike Perlmutter. We've had this discussion before about why Marvel TV and Marvel movies do not mix. But uh, apparently they've decided that because it's a prequel that it's okay to go ahead and bring Coulson back and that he could that he's there when the whole whatever happens with Captain Marvel happens. So that'll be interesting. Besides Coulson, we got an announcement that we would be getting a couple of cast members from Guardians of the Galaxy are going to show up in this movie, Ooh. which is very interesting. Like I said, one of them was dead... And that is going to be Lee Pace as Ronan the Accuser. And, of course, Ronan the Accuser was the big bad of Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue guy. Uh-huh. The one that had the blue stone. Yeah. He is going to be in it from the very beginning of the movie when Star-Lord first finds the uh, the uh, stone. He gets stopped by Damon Hansu as Koroth the Accuser. He, Damon Hansu, will also be reprising his role as Korath the Accuser in Captain Marvel. So you have to definitely think that there's going to be some stuff in space in this movie, because otherwise, why would these guys be in it? And that there's definitely going to be good. some finally, finally, for all those Marvel fans that have been waiting all this time, you're finally going to get some more. You've got to be getting some scroll, some scrolls going on in this uh, movie. So finding out some origin of the scrolls and, uh, you know, that whole thing. Sounds good. I'm all about it. And, of course, those everybody in the, um, that knows their Marvel knows the Kree and the scrolls had their big, or the big uh, rivalry in, in space. They've had a big thing. And then, of course, the uh, secret invasion storyline that, who knows, that may lead to eventually. Secret invasion storyline in the Marvel comics was that a bunch of that scrolls had basically replaced people on Earth, and they were fake. Like news? Kind of. <laughs> Maybe Trump is a scroll. Maybe. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, uh, got some uh, interesting uh, backstory and stuff to go on there. Captain Marvel comes out March 8th of 2019, so just under a year from now. All right, so getting back sort of to Galaxy's Edge, but more specifically, the planet Batu. We got a really interesting reveal this week that uh, people who, unless you pay attention to Star Wars, like seriously pay attention to Star Wars, and specifically unless you paid attention to Star Wars books, this would have totally flown on the ra- radar for you. 
And that was the first excerpt from the upcoming Grand Admiral Thrawn novel called Grand Admiral Thrawn Alliances, or Thrawn Alliances, was released that has a scene with Thrawn, Darth Vader, and good old Palps. (laughs) And uh, we knew from the original Thrawn book that... uh, Thrawn? Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. The blue guy on Rebels. Okay. The blue admiral. I thought we were talking about Tron. So the original Thrawn novel had established, but was never explained that Anakin, as Anakin Skywalker, not as Darth Vader, had had a run had had a run in with Thrawn before the events of everything, before he was found out by the Empire. And we hoped that this book would tell that story. Well, the book is going to tell the story, but the we're also getting a story that's going to take place in between seasons three and four of Rebels because it's established in the excerpt that it takes place after Thrawn has chased the Rebels off of uh, the planet Atollan, which is the planet they had the Bendu. You're a total fanboy. Why? Because you don't I'm know any of the things I'm talking about? Or? Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's hard to talk about these things because nobody knows what I'm talking about. Well, some of the people listening might. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> At least somebody, but it's nicer to have actual people to talk to about things. I mean, that's why this works, though. That's why we don't talk about a lot of Star Wars on this, because I'm the only one who knows some, about it. Well, the reason this works, though, is because all of us have different interests, though. I guess. And some of us have the same interests. Anyways, the important part is is what I'm getting to, and uh, once again, it's taking me, you know, you know, I'm taking forever to get to the point of this, but the point of the clip is that the Palps has brought Vader and Thrawn to his, uh, to his uh, room, and he is basically sending Vader and Thrawn out on a mission together because he has felt some sort of disturbance. And here's the the important line right here. The disturbance is located at the edge of your unknown regions. He's uh, basically implying that it's closer to Chiss space. Uh, Thrawn is a, the race of Chiss, which is way out beyond wild space. And he says, the disturbance is located at the edge of your unknown regions, the Emperor said. It appears to be centered on a planet named Batu. Cool. Again, he sensed a reaction to the name, as in, as in Thrawn recognized the name of the planet. This time, the reaction came from both of them. I believe you have heard of it. Thrawn's eyes were hooded, the expression on that blue-skinned face swirling with memories. Yes, he murmured, I have indeed heard of it. And it is, of course, had Vader. It was the place where he and Thrawn had long ago interfered, albeit unwittingly, to the one of Palpatine's plans. That's so interesting. What are they referring Emperor to? Emperor is sending Vader and Palpatine back to the planet Batu, which apparently is where Anakin Skywalker and Thrawn, or as he was known at the time, Mithron Nurodo, that's his full name, were, had their encounter sometime during the Clone Wars, which was, like I said, in the first Thrawn novel, it was merely referenced that they had an encounter that Thrawn had an encounter with Vader or Anakin Skywalker previously but this is implying that basically that encounter took place sometime during the Clone Wars and it took place on Batuu wow. and that somehow as he, as he references it had something to do with Palpatine's whole plans during the Clone Wars as Sidious and that they because Anakin would have been working for the Jedi at the time Thrawn helped him and outwitted whatever the Emperor's or uh, Sidious's plan was on that planet. And Batu is important because 
Batu is Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that's the planet that they're basing yes, it on. Okay, uh, keep up. So they're with tying the story. it all together. So yes, we have the final tie-in. We've all been wondering all this time how Batu was going to fit in with the bigger universe, and this is the beginning of that tie-in. Will be this novel, which comes out in July, and we will find out how Anakin and Thrawn first met on Batu, why Batu, and how Batu is important. And may even shed some light onto why how Batu may be important to the uh, current trilogy. How Batu, because we know from dialogue that the uh, First Order was gathered together and they were put together in wild space. Okay, that Snoke and and all of them were out in wild space. That's where the Empire fled to when the Rebels Rebellion took over and became the the the, the Republic. The, whatever they whatever it. it is, yeah, the yes. first order. Or, I mean, what's cool is that it stands to reason that they might use that to create some sort of Batu folklore as well that could play into exactly. the land. You know, legends of Batu or whatever. Oh, did you know that Darth Vader was here in his early days or something? Right, you know? and he may even lead back to something to do with uh, Kylo Ren having gone to Batu because he knew that Vader was there had been there or something and then it may even come back to Thrawn itself because by now we can go beyond spoilers and as I said when Dan comes on the show I want to talk about Rebels in the finale but it is left ambiguous the fate of Thrawn at the end is left ambiguous because him and Ezra both end up up unknown in the unknown regions allegedly so this may have a connection with that and all that and but it, it does add, it will add more to the folklore of Batu and the, the, and give some insight into the experiences that may we may experience in Galaxy's Edge, that yeah, some so. of this stuff may be in there and that there would has to be uh, Easter eggs. There has to be some mention of Thrawn. I mean, some of that stuff or won't... stuff like that in, Gal- in Galaxy's Edge. There I was thinking be... maybe some like uh, hierographics looking things on the walls with right. Darth Vader or something like that. Something. I mean, because even though we know that the that Batu, when we're there, is supposed to be in the time of the First Order, because that's established by the fact that the ride is in the time of the First Order, right. we have to assume that that means that Batu itself is frozen in time during the First Order. So any reference to anything is going to be definitely in the past. Yeah. But they're not going to set up this whole mythos around Batu and not use it, especially in one of the major. Uh, canon novels because now this basically makes Batu canon right and uh-huh. is actually part of the universe now because once it's in any of the new disney era novels it becomes part of the actual canon fair enough yeah so that means that as far as the whole universe is concerned as far as star wars universe the planet that is going to be in, in disneyland exists in real time well that's that's cool especially for like the the people that are deep into it and reading all the novels it, that stuff won't maybe matter to everyone. Oh, no, there there's lots of those, people it's not going to matter to. But, but there's it's there for those that want that extra, you know, like the, you know, the new room next to in Adventureland. It's like the new uh, room where you can eat next to the skewer. The bazaar. The yeah. bazaar, yeah. yeah. And they have this whole story tie-in right, with right, the right, 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 right. Uh, with the parks in Hong Kong and Tokyo and stuff. Yes, and there's like yes. this worldwide, and even Shanghai. There's this worldwide story that 
they just came up with and tied it to all these attractions. And here it's just connected to this dining room. Right. You know, it's, right. Yeah. Good it's, point. it's neat that they're, that was probably a, uh, an example for how they're tying in all this other stuff. Dun, isn't, dun, dun. Is, isn't that guy on, uh, from, um, I'm trying to think that their, uh, tower in Hong Kong or something. The tower, tower of terror. Uh, they don't have it in Hong Kong. They have it in um, Tokyo. Is the so, ho- it's the Hollywood Hotel? So, but the guy in there, and, yeah, isn't he in those pictures over here in the Adventureland? What you're talking about? He's one of them, right? And the other one, oh, okay. The, There's like in, a, a in bunch Hong Kong. Boat. It's the Mystic Manor. Okay, and they're the all Mystic in that boat. Mystic Manor guy is one of those guys. Okay, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was trying There's to. There's literally like this whole story that's like it's like seven article pages or something. It's like this really long thing of how it all ties together. Yeah. But it's, and they show all of them on, on one of the boats. Right. And then they're taking a picture with somebody that is like real. It's like Amelia Earhart or something. Right. So yeah, they're tying yeah, yeah. it into actual historical stuff. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You guys should uh, go uh, over to Adventureland and go check out that area. It's, you know, where they, they took out the shops and put in the seats. And of course we talked about how, um, and they got the fruit vending in there, and um, what's his name? That Ned guy. Anyway, you go in there, check out, look at the pictures. This is what we're talking about. It's pretty cool. It's time for the mail. Is it? Is it really though? Am <laughs> I am I going to regret saying that? I don't know. Let's see. Our first email comes from Fernando Xavier Hubbard, and his subject line is "How they hanging?" Little to the left. It says, hello, my friends. Hope you guys have been well. Work has been a beast these past few months, but we must work. I can tell you missed me. Caught up on about four to five episodes within the last week. Hilarious. I want to congratulate Diggs for his improving health. Kick some ass, brother man. I still owe you lunch when when I'm on your side of the world. He goes, some questions. Think, think, think. All right, he says, uh... How cool was it meeting Kevin Smith? It had to be super cool. Yeah, really, really cool. I was like, yeah. That was your first time, right? Yeah, I've never seen him before. I met him once at, I believe it was Comic-Con a few years ago. Uh, I've only went once. So, I mean, I, I was just <laughs> happened to be walking on an upper level where their bathrooms were, looking for a bathroom or something. And there he was all by himself in this big open area. And I was like, hey, oh, my God, you're Kevin Smith. And he's like, yeah, well, hey, how's it going? I think we took us, I mean a selfie or something at the time, but uh, it was just cool to see him. You're lucky you got a good picture. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I mean, the, the thing about it that's really cool is the fact that, you know, he didn't mind, you know, standing there and, and uh, taking some pictures with us. You know, he wasn't like one picture, okay, I got to go type of thing. You know, um, I took a couple pictures uh, with him or when uh, Jose was taking a picture with him, you know, I was taking some pictures and then uh, when uh I asked if I can, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Even though, you know, his family's just, you know, waiting for him. So it was pretty cool. The way it is, you know, is I was like, you know, you see someone in Disneyland. Usually, you know, when we see a celebrity, okay, cool. You know, we see him, whatever. You know, we don't, I don't want to bother anybody. But, you know, when it's Kevin Smith and, you know, he just went through this heart attack and you're like, oh, crap, you know, and asking him for a picture, you know, what I want to do is, how you doing? You know, nice to meet you. Get a picture. Thank you. Bye. I'm not going to stand there and talk to him for an hour. You know, I'm not going to, you know, he's busy with his family. And if you guys seen his uh, post, you know, he said he, it's been a while since he's been there and he decided to go 
celebrate his health by going to the park and everything like that and and rode all the rides he can ride. So, you know, just to be there to say, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, I'm glad to see you. Take a picture. And that's it. I'm not trying to, you know, just drool all over him. You know, I don't want to do that with anyone. You know, we we see celebrities in the parks all the time because we're there. And I don't go up to them because I don't want to, you know, bug anybody. But, you know, like I said, it was Kevin But there's certain people that are, you know, you're not trying to bug them, but at the same time, like, you're a big fan. And you would regret it if not. We saw Carl from Walking Dead. Right, right, yeah. And I stalked him. I mean, we I saw him go one way, and we and I knew that it was going to dead end that direction because it was during construction by Star, you know, when they're at Star Wars side. I was like, I know he's going to dead end. I'm just going to stay here until he walks by again. And then we tried to follow him, and he went on to Big Thunder. And I was like, well, there's only one way out of Big Thunder. So we <laughs> sat there until he walked out, and then we got our picture. We didn't bug him though. We took our picture, two couple pictures with our different friends. And then, hey, have a nice day. It was good to see you. And I was wearing my Darth Vader Negan shirt with a baseball <laughs> bat. And he was like, hey, cool shirt, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was really cool. I uh, I enjoyed that. But, I mean, I wouldn't do that with everybody. That's just a couple people that you're a big fan of right. or from a show that you right. really are into, you know? All right, he says, did you know you could get over the counter medication? <laughs> it's true because Michael, the Expo guy, said so. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Uh, he says, I'm just busting chops and don't really have anything to ask or add for now. You guys are so far ahead when it comes to Disneyland that you make it hard to ask questions. Keep up the good job. He says, it's time for Dodger baseball. My connection is no, no longer selling tickets, and we will have to find another way of getting tickets for Mouse Power in mm. the Bean. TFTI, Dan. Oh, uh, this is Fernando. TFTI, Fernando. Right, he says, take care, and we need to meet up at the park soon. Fernando Xavier Hubbard Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> All right. That was nice to hear from you. And you know what? I just wanted to say, Fernando, you're awesome, because uh, Fernando often calls me to check up on me and see how I'm doing. And he actually called me today, and he didn't know that we uh, skipped recording for Roseanne, so he was happy to that we were recording today so he can't send in this email. So, yeah. Pretty cool to hear from you, Fernando. Appreciate the email. It's about time, man. You've been avoiding us. I know. Where has he been? It's your deal, Fernando. Well, he said he has been busy with work these last few months. Oh, well, you get one pass, and this is it. So just get it together, man. Otherwise, we're not going to play you the song. When we hear your voice, <laughs> Fernando. All right. Next email comes from Michael, the OG mail guy. The old, the old mail guy? Yeah. He used to be. All right, he says, Rant Man. Uh-oh. That is just a quote. Did you know, Walt? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was last week. Oh, uh, yeah. You missed my rant last week. You got to listen just for my rant, I guess. Yeah, uh, even I got Michael quoting me. He, uh, he liked that part. What was the rant about? Uh, about the people complaining about the, well, I mean, they pick one. Uh, we talked about the redhead. What else did we talk about? We're talking about flag retreat. Flag retreat. Just how, Mainly it was about the redhead, because all the people, oh, oh, I just get tired of every time they change something at Disneyland. Oh, Walt would be rolling over grid. That was the last, especially with Pirates, that was the last thing Walt had a hand in. Well, Walt, apparently, I don't know who, I forget where this information came I from. I said it. That Walt didn't like that. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Where'd you get it from? I got it from somebody who had tweeted it, who got it from a actual book. It was a quote, mm. like an actual quote from somebody, from an Imagineer who was there. 
that Walt didn't want it because he thought it was, but they said that he needed, they needed something. All right. He says, I got star Wars at target. And while the show is going on, I'm watching it or the deleted scenes, or he's watching the deleted scenes talking about star Wars, star Wars day, light versus dark may 4th special event. Don't go crazy the night before. If you go to the Disneyland after dark star Wars event, we need the dark side to rise. Awareness for Autism, Sunday, April 8th, inside Disneyland and Downtown Disney. Thank you, Diggs, for the love and support promoting the show. Lately, I, pre- I appreciate it. Mouse Pirate is strongly supported, so we hope some listeners show up. Donate to the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Help fix our equipment. All right, questions. When is the next Mouse Pirate meetup? I know you asked that before. Uh, We've got to work on something. I don't know because um, we talked about Splitsville. We got to work on that maybe and uh, a Dodger game coming up soon. I'm going to get uh, with Fernando. And we're going to talk about that. So either Splitsville or uh, Dodger game. That'd be pretty cool. The Dodger game would be cool. Yeah, we had fun last time. How many people went? We had. You weren't there? No. Well, that's right. You weren't really part of the podcast. Yet. No. What was it like 20, 30 people? 20? Was it that many? Wow. That's awesome. Well, I mean, Dan and Michael brought like half of it. More than half. We had a good turnout. Dan brought his whole family. Oh. They all in one car. <laughs> Just like George Lopez talks right. about. Yeah. And then Michael, I don't think they all came in one car, but he definitely had a lot of people there. Once again, asking when is next Magical Memories? I don't know right now. He wants to know when are we going to ride the canoes? Uh, mm. Probably never. He says, I had to add these questions because Dix forgets a lot. Dirty. When is Mouse Pyre going to do a Bugs Land ride takeover? I don't believe in that stuff. I don't care about doing takeovers on rides. I'm just like, you know, we'll go, we'll go, whatever. I don't, I'm not like those, you know, pages that have to do ride takeovers. Now, Michael the Mail Guys, tip of the week. All right, Michael's tip of the week. High fees? Question mark. ATM in the parks are scary. Did you know that the fee for pulling out money is only $2? I thought it would be like 9 to $14 like Vegas. Settle and, down. This ain't Vegas. And other places. <laughs> but no, only $2 less than my $3. No limit to pull out money. Good. He says, good to know if, if you're low on cash, like Diggs, going to Bank of America. Well, you know what? I go to Bank of America. I don't have to pay $2. So I'd rather go there before hitting the parks. Till then, this is Michael, the OG mail guy, saying bye. 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 Whoa. <laughs> All right, next uh, email is from Dan the Mailman. And um, I don't know what's going on with your emails, Dan, but every week it gets so smaller and smaller and I can't read the damn thing. So Tim- I think he must be writing it on something else and then copy and pasting it. Perhaps. Sometimes when I copy and paste the summary, if uh, for some reason if it's done something weird, it'll look gigantic when in the email. I don't know if, it's some- if it looks like that to you. But sometimes the writing will look gigantic, and then when I send you the email of the summary, yeah, actually, and then sometimes it doesn't. It, it comes off fine, but when I copy and paste it onto Lipson, it's like really big, and I have to adjust it there. But anyway, Dan, um, Tim's gonna read it for me because I can't. I'm gonna I, give it a shot. I can't see. Well, let's let's see what happens. I'm gonna start from the top. Egg hunters. Hey guys, finally made it to the parks last week and did a little egg hunting with my daughter. We were able to do both parks in the same day because we pulled the mouse pyre no rides policy. (laughs) Right on. Last year, they recommended when we purchased maps that we take the eggs as well. They didn't do that this year, though. There were plenty of people hunting eggs, and they didn't seem to be running low on eggs either. 
I was able to pull up to pick up the C-3PO and Stormtrooper eggs as well as the Pluto AP pin. Uh, I will say that we went to do the to get the eggs and the, they suggested also that we get the, you know, might as well take the prize now. Uh, you can just give it to your child or whatever when you're done. Uh, and that was because uh, they were already running low on when the day we were there, the beauty one was like gone for hours and they were like, Oh, tomorrow we'll have more. And then it turns out that at night they ended up having them, but only at downtown Disney. So we ended up trying to go back and get them from DCA so that we'd have an equal amount of maps. Um, and we wanted to get three sets and have basically would mean that you'd need six from each location to have an equal amount of maps. And they ended up being sold out of everything except for Mickey and Minnie at DCA. So they were going through them on a daily basis. But. When I went, they just asked me, did you want it now or you want to wait later? And I said, I'll take it now. So Yeah. The, he's saying they didn't do that, but a good thing he was able to get, uh, hopefully able to get the eggs that he wanted. Right. So he goes on to say a little review of the egg hunting experience this year. They seem to be in different places. Remember that map. Remember that the map means in the general area. So you have to look around a little bit and they wouldn't, they wouldn't put the egg in a place that's going to cause a traffic jam necessarily. We found most of them without a problem. Some even right away. It's a fun thing to try and go do. Just watch for the people who are helping to point out their, to their kids mostly. So he's using the other people to like cheat, essentially. That's what Michael told us. Remember in his previous message or email, he said, when you see the egg, don't point at it because it ruins oh, it for That's what else. I said. You were saying that. That pisses that, yeah. me off because, you know what? Um, he likes it. You don't. I don't know if he's, well, anyway, I get, uh, got to Disneyland, got my map, and the first uh, one says Disneyana. All right, let's go in there. Go in there and... Right away, this little kid said, blah, 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 the, the character. I'm like, oh, well, don't need to go in here anymore because they just told me what it was. So right. I said, thanks for spoiling it, and then walked away. So, yeah. You scowled at a child? Yes. Yeah, good. High already, five. High five. Already said, Woo. dumbass kids blowing, blowing, spoiling it for me. So uh, Diggs, go, or just, you know, Dan here, not Diggs, goes on to say, I also had a little fat time at L.A. Style. Only used as an appetizer, though, since my daughter and I still wanted to finish the egg hunt at Disneyland. Had the short rib tacos and chicken teriyaki sliders. Man, oh man, were they delicious. They should just make that part of the menu somewhere. We were able to get our AP buttons. Oh, LA style is over by the Hollywood area, yes, right? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't go to that. We didn't go to that. You got to go there. Is, do they, is it part of food and wine? Yeah, yeah. So it's, there's two of them over there. There's LA style and then there's uh, the nuts and... Uh, nuts about cheese or something. Nuts and oh, something. maybe we'll have to go use our other ones to get that. Then, yeah, because those are the only one buttons that I didn't get then. So yeah, you gotta try LA style. Okay, I. Uh, but yeah, these seem like good items. But yeah, they were just made a part of we. Okay, so he says we did get our AP buttons, but there was nothing else going on in that corner. Quote in quotes, not even a food and wine festival sign like at the Festival of Holidays. Dirty Disney. Uh I thought it was weird that they had it split up and had a you know big section over there. That's the only place you could get your AP button right. or your bigger AP button too. And I was like, why oh, did yeah. they split it up? They have this big open wine area where they did the Festival of Holidays. It didn't make sense to me, but I guess they want people spread out as much as possible. Uh, so Dirty Disney, he says, yeah. Dirty Award this week goes to, drum roll please, 
Tim, that's me, Tim, Tim, postponed recording of the podcast to watch Roseanne. <laughs> Ever hear of a DVR buddy? That's me. He's talking about me. Yeah. LOL. We know you only have, we know you have one because you haven't watched the Oscars yet. <laughs> have you yet? Yes, I have watched the Oscars. Uh, the unwritten rule says you watch live events live. He's right, but yeah, I'm, I'm just an idiot. Uh, everything else can be on the DVR. Haven't heard a single spoiler from Roseanne, but did I did about the Angel Dodger game, which was literally dirty due to the sewage. Literally dirty due to the sewage leak. Uh, if anybody didn't hear about that, the the Dodgers had a like a sewage main break, like right in the lowest section along the field. Right, and they had to evacuate the area. The pictures show people mopping up, but like everybody's food and drink is just left there. Imagine all spending all that money on hot dogs and popcorn and cracker jacks and stuff. Dodgers are reaching out to all ticket sellers and going to compensate them somehow. It said in today's article. Oh, good. 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 They also said that they they uh, figured out what the problem was and it's been taken care of. Hopefully the uh, sounds field like a magic not, mountain type problem. Hopefully the field is not soaked when the uh, for the opening day, which is tomorrow. tomorrow. Is that opening day at Dodger Stadium tomorrow? Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be the one o'clock. The uh, it's dirty. The only thing that reminded me of, uh, but that didn't affect the game, was uh, that pipe that broke by UCLA. Oh, Poly, oh Poly Pavilion right. got flooded. Yeah, that was crazy. a while ago. That was a hundred. Yeah, that was that hundred year three, old pipe. Three, four years yeah. ago, right? The whole yeah. the whole parking garage was flooded. People's yeah. cars got ruined. I yeah. parked in that part. One of those parking garages that got flooded. I parked in that parking garage before when I was uh, we were doing the pipette job because that was where I took the picture of uh, John Wooden's uh, parking spot. Oh, and I yeah. know that was one of the parking garages that got flooded because a lot of their parking garages are kind of. Lower, not underground, yes. but they kind of Low, are underground. But they're lower than ran the actual ground, right? Yeah. Because you kind of drive down into it, and then each parking garage has like a something on top of it. Yeah, there's just like a second level or, right. or something on top. Well, the, he closes out this email by saying, "Here's to hoping Roseanne can even keep a part of the massive amount of people that wa- that watched it." Not really, he says. Remember, heroes in Once Upon a Time. Uh, he's out of town next week on vacation, so hope to catch up. With you all soon. Dan out. Uh, Dan, uh, if you don't write in next week because you're the new mail guy, then you're going to get the super dirty award. Um, I thought my dirty award would be for not showing up last week. Um, the days uh, got away from me, so I have no excuse. Uh, but no, you know, it's um, sometimes when your family requests that you be there for something, you just do. Um, Elizabeth wanted uh, wanted us to be able to watch at least that first episode or first hour of the show we've been waiting for so long for Roseanne to come back. So that's it. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your email, Dan the Mailman. Mailman, Dan. We got any more? Um, no, no. Oh. That's it. Well, that sucks. Mary, you suck, and uh, Elizabeth, you suck. You didn't write a message. Hey, you need to talk to Mary about uh, posting um, stuff about, from um, Anthony's favorite uh, Tom Corliss on your page. Who's Tom? What? Well, Disney World today. Uh, Why you got letting people post stuff from that hack site? I don't know. You know, it's not my job to regulate these things. <laughs> Aren't you the admin? She's an admin too. Aren't you an admin? Well, yeah. It is literally your job then. But. That's not like I get paid. That's All right, definitely... so thank you for your email, Fernando Xavier Hubbard, Michael the OG Mail Guy, and Dan the Mailman. 
Awesome. So don't forget, you guys need to uh, start sending us some emails. If you guys have comments, you guys, if you have some questions, your own tip of the week, and uh, we already know about the over-the-counter medication you can get at Disneyland, so we're pretty much done with that. But anybody else has anything you guys want to talk about, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Or send a message through the Mousepire page. It's pretty simple. You just click send a message. Ta-da! Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Power Podcast. We're done already? We are D-U-N. Woo! And I don't speak Spanish. Oh. And we uh, appreciate you guys taking your time to listen to us uh, babble about um, space and um, the final frontier and things like that. It was a West Space. What was it called? The Space Edge. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Mouse <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was not following that one, apparently. I did my egg hunting. It was fun. And then, like I said, they have someone spoil it for me a couple of times, actually. Two times it happened. Dirty. And, um, but other, other than that, it was cool. I had fun doing it. I did uh, Disneyland and uh, California Adventure. I didn't do Downtown Disney. Probably not going to be able to get to that one because it, it is over on Sunday, I believe, right? The last day is on uh, Easter. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be done with. Anyway, if I can get to do it, I'll do it, but. Probably not going to be able to, but it's all right with me. Um, it's all good. For I the had, rest of your egg hunting? Well, because it's over on Sunday. Oh, I thought you did it all. I only did the two parks. Oh, I didn't so, do downtown Disney. Okay. <clears throat> but like I said, it was fun. And I had fun doing it. And yeah, like Dan said, they uh, did hide them in different places. But the places that they have had you know, listed on the map, some of them were in the same spot. You know, like the one that says, it says New Orleans balcony. Now, there's a lot of balconies in New Orleans, right? They could put it any balcony. Is that a New Orleans square balcony or New Orleans square balcony? I forget which, which one's the front or back. I don't remember. But um, anyway, it's the same balcony that it was last year. And if that's a spoiler, I don't care. But it's actually the same balcony it was two years ago. So anyway, other than that, it was pretty cool. It was fun. And I had a great time doing it. All right, don't forget Food and Wine Festival Ghost until April 12th. So you still have some time to go over there and uh, get your food grub on. Have some fat time in the parks. And don't forget to uh, take some pictures of the food you're about to eat and hashtag it with fat time in the parks. Post it on Instagram or Twitter. And I will share that on our Instagram and our medias and all that kind of stuff. Like I did with my gross bourbon chocolate whoopie pie, which was really, really nasty. Gross negligence. I making don't, it bad and ugly. Oh, my gosh. It was nasty. I, it was really nasty. If you guys are into bourbon stuff, you might like it. If you like the taste of bourbon. But this was just really gross to me. And, yeah. But I do want to go back and have the strawberry pie and that uh, vanilla, uh, orange vanilla float. And I, I think I do want to try that popcorn lemonade. Even though popcorn it, lemonade, yeah. Even though it has those uh, uh, candy corns on it. Oh, I saw a, I saw a tub of candy corns at one of the booths, and I was wondering what the hell is this for? And wow, Anthony would hate this. Yes, it's for that popcorn lemonade, right? 
All right, just like Michael mentioned, Awareness for Autism is April 8th, and um, we will be there, or at least I know I'll be there to support this cause. Hopefully you guys will be there too. Come say hi. I will be at the giveaway lounge, and uh, we're, we're going to be giving away some stuff like we talked about last week, and uh, I do need help on uh, on that. So if you can uh, make a donation to us, let us know. Just email us or send us a message on the Mouse Power page. I did post about that and that we're going to be doing the giveaway there. So we need all the help we can get. The giveaway lounge is really, really cool. There's going to be a lot lot of different uh, groups there, different pages and stuff like that, giving away things at the lounge. And it's really, really a cool event. And, of course, we're going to be doing the walk at Disneyland. That one's early, early, early. So if you want the information for all that, head over to one big Disney Family Entertainment Facebook page. All the information is there. Just go to the page, hit the events, and you'll see all the events coming up. And uh, Michael actually posted the meeting times and what time we're going to be doing the walk. The first walk will be in Disneyland Park at 12 o'clock. And, of course, we'll be doing some photos, doing individual photos. And you'll get to hear Michael say one, two, and three when he takes his photos. So, yeah, join us. It's going to be a fun day. So, of course, find out all about all that stuff, including Michael's goings-on and events on the social medias. We are at Mousepire on Facebook. We are at Mousepire on Twitters and Instagram. I personally am, of course, at Dubax for Life on Twitter. That is Dubax, the number four, life. I'm Tim. Hi. He's fresh. And he might only be the only one on Facebook. I might be the only one. Tim Fresh One, the hyphen between the fresh. There can be only one. Or is that Obi-Wan? There can be Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Fresh? There can be Obi-Wan Fresh One. (laughs) Hopefully everyone else is getting a kick out of that. Who are you? I am Diggs, and you can follow me on Instagram at Baloo1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you'll see where your button order is going out. And, oh, real quick, uh, speaking of my Instagram, I actually posted my first picture since uh, July. Sounds like a popular place. Yeah, it is. So uh, go over there, and uh, you can see my one picture I posted, and it's going to be the same picture you've seen on the mouse pyre. Anyway, yeah, you can follow those uh, Instagrams for me. Also, head over to dgpclothing.com. Pick up your mouse pyre gear, and now we have a brand new. It's called the Anthony's Mouse Pyre Cinch Sack Bag. What? Also known as the drawstring bag. You know those bags they give out for the AP events? Yeah, you can get a Mousepire one. And we have a Ratman special for only $10. <laughs> and uh, Anthony's over here shaking his head about it. I do not endorse <laughs> this uh, message. So, yeah, head over to uh, dgpclothing.com. Get your bag, get your shirts and uh, hoodies, stickers. That's D as in Donald, G as in Goofy, P as in Pluto, clothing.com. And don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash mousepower to help support the podcast. And also go over to YouTube and subscribe to the Mousepower Podcast. Search Mousepower Podcast or just hit the link that we have pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Hashtag buttons, not cinch sacks. Until next time, remember, even the Duke of Earl can't stop a sandwich shop from closing. So for Clark Gregg, Timothy Zahn, and Marlon Bundo, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. You are if you're watching Roseanne.
This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Yeah. What's the Falcon ride? Oh, it's <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. Never mind. I had something else in my head. This article says taking LSD for breakfast helps you beat your Facebook addiction. Well, that's because you're going to be outside running around naked. Right. <laughs> and until next time, remember, even the Duke of Earl can't stop Sandwich Shop from closing. <laughs> I left out a letter. I said it was supposed to be stop a sandwich. All right. So we also got an announcement of the stuff I, that would be closing at, D, or at downtown Disney. I thought you were doing. Uh, oh, I forgot. I skipped it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Back it up. Bracket. 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 Fat time. <laughs> <laughs>